2: So weird. So weird. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to a special edition of the Cousin Connection podcast. I am joined by my lovely cousins.
3: What's up? <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
2: um, we're obviously missing Amir, but we decided to do a girls chat today. So uh, before we get into it, I think we have some explaining to do.
4: Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> for, for those watching the video.
2: For well, those watching yeah. the video. for well, those First of, of all, you... we're in L.A. Oh, yeah. So... Well, I'm... We are in L.A., um, <laughs> but we'll, before we get into it, let's just introduce everyone in case you don't already know who they
4: are.
6: Introduce yourself. Okay, I'm Iman, I'm a cousin.
4: <laughs> 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 um, I'm Nabat, also Sukar Nabat.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: My name is Aisha,
3: and contrary to how Amir always pronounces my name, <laughs> it is in fact Aisha, and I'm Amir's sister. <laughs> Also the Aisha Harun. Anyways <laughs>
2: <laughs> So um, yeah we are It's our last night in LA and
3: Last few hours literally Yeah
2: last few hours Amir kind of forced us And by the way I'm going to insert a clip Well Amir will insert the clip of our live audience I'm going to just take a quick one right now Just to show how dedicated everybody is mm-hmm. Okay <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just want you guys to see <laughs> how dedicated they all are Um, So we, before we get into our episode this week Let's just discuss what happened to um our homegirl, Nabat
4: <laughs> Nabat, I feel like you should tell the story I mean, there's not much to tell I got on Amir's um, one-wheel thing, whatever it's called Trying to be adventurous and uh, try something new, <laughs> and then I fell off um, trying to get off of it. Mind you, you're doing this on concrete, <laughs>
3: yeah. which I have I refuse to do my own, and it's literally. <laughs> have mine. you
2: not been on it yet? Like
3: I only ever do it on, on like carpet in the, oh. in the hallway. I never take it outside. Yeah,
4: I mean, I I did it earlier on in the day, and it seemed pretty smooth. So I said, let me you know, when last time.
5: You did with parental
4: supervision. Yeah, but I let go, and I was doing it on my own. And I thought, you know, I could do it again for one last time. (laughs) (laughs) And then I fell off getting off of it, and my knee kind of bent in, and I landed on my wrist. So I have like a sprained, I'm assuming a sprained wrist, and a very bad swollen knee that I can't walk on. But we're going to Toronto tomorrow. (laughs) i will <laughs> inshallah they let me on the plane <laughs> i will get on the plane and go straight to the emergency room because i will not pay for the health care fees mm. in this country <laughs>
2: Bats. So as you guys can see, you better give this video a huge thumbs up because we have crippled Navat who's still showing up. <laughs> Not crippled so
3: Navat. Am- it's <laughs> crippled Navat now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I am being held hostage here. <laughs> I can't move, and they're recording here, so I am also on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: at least it happened like at the very end of the trip you know exactly. you had an amazing trip we kept talking about how amazing the whole trip was the weather was yeah. perfect
4: you know I, <laughs> I always say that we never travel without struggle and it was yeah. too good to be true mm-hmm. because we were about to make it through the whole trip without struggling mm-hmm. once and you know I said
3: Could you it took be? one for the team mm-hmm.
4: she did she That's really okay. did
3: inshallah you'll heal soon quickly
2: yeah. <laughs> um, so this week we are actually doing a
3: do you want to call it a hijabi talk? Yes, it's kind of like a throwback to hijabi like talks. Q&A if Yeah. Kind of H- if anyone remembers that, I think it was back in, it must have been f- over five years at this point. 20, 20, 2017, I think. It started in 2016 and then I think yeah. it carried on into 2017. And mm-hmm. like, I still to this day <laughs> get requests to bring it back we do too later. Yeah. which is like we're totally
2: separate now from yeah. that but we still get at, like asked to do it so people,
3: honestly i think we were ahead of our time <laughs>
2: we are we really were ahead of our time
3: yeah we, we were a little controversial but you know we were. people enjoyed it people enjoyed the conversation
2: um so some of you guys sent us questions <laughs> on aisha's channel and yeah. also on on ours i don't know do you want to start or should i uh
3: you start okay cousin connection podcast
2: okay here's the first question guys is it okay to have a guy friend if yes or no why is it okay and why is it not okay
3: oh wow you know i go back and forth with this sometimes i'm like it's fine but Mm -hmm. other times i'm like i could
6: see why it would be an issue And I think it depends like how close you are to the guy friend, you know, like Like you can be friends with a guy, but I don't think you can be like best friends with a guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's limits to your friendship. Yeah. You have to
2: have boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think if there's like if there's no attraction between you two, then you can actually be friends. That's true. But if there's some sort of like attraction between you guys, I don't think you can ever just be friends without feelings growing on either end
6: yeah Yeah. but there's there's always going to be some kind of attraction not even physical but like you might like their personality and then that can grow into something Mm -hmm. else so yeah there's always going to be some kind of attraction like you know i think i think to a a certain extent
3: like not like best friends i Mm -hmm. think they can be friends yeah but not best friends i agree yeah i don't know anyone in the audience want (laughs) to want (laughs) to share that I don't know. I just, I, I just feel like at some point someone will catch feelings.
2: Yeah, unless there's like friends. zero, like
3: if there's zero attraction, even then, like girls look over that. Maybe the man, the man, I feel like can't look over if he doesn't find a woman attractive.
6: Um, we
2: have some men in the audience. What do you guys think? Yeah, we
3: have several men in the audience. What do you guys think? Why are y'all quiet all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> they're like holding their breath. I
6: know.
7: <laughs>
3: Don't believe they can be best friends. Okay. Mm. We got one that says they don't believe.
7: Men and women become becoming friends possible. Becoming best friends? I don't
3: think
5: so. Yeah. Mm. Somebody okay. will get feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like what, what exactly is it like would you consider a friend? When did they become a friend?
2: So like there's a friend who you talk to casually, you may hang out with them once in a while, but a best friend is like someone that you confide in your go-to person, like, you might as well be together if, if that person's the yeah. opposite. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that
5: will ever be appropriate for, like,
3: yeah.
5: boy and girl at that point. Yeah. Unless unless you're, like, childhood friends or something.
3: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Childhood friends, yeah, maybe. But even then, it's like, you can have a childhood friend, but you're not really seeing them all the time, you know? If it's a best friend, you see them all the time, you talk to them all the yeah. time. At that point, y'all are just in a relationship, but not really, like yeah and like what's
6: you stopping know, you guys from being in a relationship right mm-hmm. like, yeah if you're hanging out all the time confiding that person
8: <laughs> like
6: they are, are doing? basically dangerous. i agree <laughs> there you go simple simple okay
2: so
4: we're all on the same page i'll, I'll just say that like the part of being best friends is when you become vulnerable with someone Mm. and you're able to share and that vulnerability is what usually leads to feelings so that's why you there's like the boundaries of how close you can be Mm -hmm. Um, but you can be good friends with the opposite gender and like without being super personal and like even if you want to confide in a friend like you can always confide and like get advice Mm -hmm. but when you're breaking that boundary and becoming vulnerable and like mm-hmm. really like giving your everything, then it becomes where like feelings develop and then it becomes like
3: an issue. Yeah. If, yeah. If yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's an issue, sometimes it's not, then they just found their person in a yeah. best friend. That's but nice. if the other person's in a relationship, mm. then yeah, that's when that's when things become tricky. If it's a relationship,
4: the only yeah. thing the only way that is it's okay is if you're like both of you guys become friends yeah like mm-hmm. mutually you can't have like you like can't be in a relationship and like, this is my friend this yeah. is our friend yeah. <laughs> like we that. are all friends together yeah. mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with that okay we have another
2: relationship one mm-hmm. how do you get to know someone before you get married without dating them say that again how do you get to know someone before you get married without dating them mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You talk.
4: <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, the obvious answer. Text, yeah. phone yeah. calls. pen pals. What is Facebook. what is dating like? What is?
2: I think I think dating out. is like the Western idea of dating, like going out on dates and stuff. And but you
4: can do it without like crossing a boundary. Group group dates, dates. hangouts. But you know, can even You really then, get to know someone then, though.
3: Some, sometimes people don't like. They'll call it like free mixing, you know. Oh. Oh. So
2: like, I didn't even think
3: of that. So honestly. Uh,
4: friends yeah you get to to hang out with your dad yeah i don't know yeah i mean i guess Yeah, you become friends with them get to know them i mean if you don't feel if you don't feel comfortable hanging out in person then i mean there's a phone you can call yeah yeah but i wouldn't
2: rely too heavily on just like unless it's long distance of course like I wouldn't rely strictly on phone and text. But,
4: like, if you think about it, like, before or like Islamic dating, like, they would have one 2 conversations and then they would get married. Um, no, they have chaperones and stuff. Like, yeah, were. that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not comfortable mm-hmm. meeting in person or whatever, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times what you need, you just ask what you need to know for marriage, right? I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, Dating in our sense, like Western dating is like spending so much time with someone. You date for like months. Islamically, like you talk, you get to know, you ask what you need to know and you get married. Like you can have phone conversations if you're not comfortable. Yeah. Just not extend, comfortable. extend it. Mm-hmm. Like ask more questions, take the time you need. But you don't necessarily have to be like going to the movies or, mm-hmm. you know, like just spending quality time. You just you need to know what you need to know for the marriage portion. Yeah.
2: Yeah right? That's fair. I mean, people mostly date to get to know someone, right? Like, you want to make, you want to be sure before you make that decision, and so, you're basically still dating without calling it dating. You're just talking to them. Exactly. That's why I'm
3: like, this whole term. Yeah. I'm like, okay, don't call it dating, but it is what it, oh, don't call it dating, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Do you have another thought?
7: I think, um, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the dating part is more like um, holding your partner to certain expectations, and like, mm. where, like you can be friends with the person, and like it's not dating because I don't, you know, you're not, you have certain expectations for boyfriend and girlfriend and all that. Mm-hmm.
3: Like exclusivity, yeah, stuff exclusivity,
7: like that. exclusivity. Uh, Things like
3: that. So.
2: Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think if you're if you make your intentions clear from the jump, like, yes, I'm going to talk to you, air quotes um, for the purpose of marriage. Like, I think those expectations are still kind of there as long as you communicate. They are. them. are, yeah. Like, never the way that I would see it. Like, if I was someone who was particular about, OK, I'm not going to date and I wanted to talk to someone mm-hmm. for the sake of marriage, like I would put my expectations forward. Mm hmm we may not call it dating but i mean that's just if i was in that position
3: are like one of those expectations to stay exclusive
2: well yeah like you're not going to talk to like you're not going to get to know someone for marriage while he's talking to like three other girls it's weird
3: but that does happen a lot because people people use the term single until married i
2: mean so do i but you know exactly so then
3: (laughs) so then it's like
2: so but i think i think obviously like that's in the beginning right but once you get like serious about someone like okay you know what i think i like I could see this person as my future partner. Like mm-hmm. you want to be exclusive and you'd only hope that they would also want to be.
6: Yeah. So you never know. Like they might not be on the same page as you. Like you might see them as like, oh, I want to get married, but then they're still like exploring their options. Yeah. You guys really have to like communicate and.
3: Over communicate. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you don't explicitly, explicitly say it, you don't have same. a case. That's true. <laughs> you know, but you never said it.
2: okay, next question what are what are your views on people who remove their hijab? I feel super guilty, but i s- but I feel more myself. It's very hard to deal with
3: uh just in general,
2: yeah, I guess
3: I feel like I mean if it's an individual person, there's not much someone can have an opinion on. you know mm yeah, like at the end of the day, it is what it is that person took it off. I think when it becomes an issue and maybe something that like could potentially be discussed is when it's like a public figure and like we see this trend of like them building their entire careers off being a hijabi doing brand campaigns off of being hijabi and then take it off and then Mm -hmm. and then dismiss the fact that they were you know i think that's when it kind of becomes a topic of discussion or could potentially in 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 a sense where it's like okay even though someone has taken it off it doesn't mean i'm influencing you to now take it off Mm -hmm. but from an individual perspective, like a random girl that just took off their hijab, I—I I mean, that's that's her. That's what she wanted to do. So yeah, I like don't know. Everyone's How do
6: on their own individual journeys. <laughs> Sorry, everyone's on their own individual journeys, yeah. and like, who are we to say anything, really? Of course, we can like advise them from a religious perspective, but mm-hmm. everybody's on their own path, you know. And you just have to like, you know, encourage them in a way that wouldn't make them feel weird to put their hijab back on, but. Um, just support them because yeah. yeah everyone's on their own journeys so
3: i think i think the way not to do it is to like ostracize them yeah make them feel horrible about it because then they'll just feel even more guilt yeah and i think you know
2: you know no one's perfect right so even if you do take it off it doesn't mean that you're going to keep it off forever like we all are going through our own hijab journeys i think yeah. mm-hmm. i can speak for all of us in that front but for sure. um yeah you're right, Aisha, about like the women who are in the public eye or are social mm-hmm. media influencers, and I think that um whether you whether they like it or not, they hold a certain level of responsibility because you are now an influencer, and you know whether you want to say it or not, you are influencing people by your actions and what you mm-hmm. post and um in a sense, it's almost like you have a responsibility like if you want to make that decision to take off your hijab like that's on you but i almost feel like you're almost like responsible to be like this is me like that that is if you don't want to influence people to follow your footsteps mm-hmm. to kind of give make that a distinction disclaimer. yeah 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 make it,
3: yeah the disclaimer is good i think yeah because it's interesting because i get comments all the time from people like saying that they started wearing the hijab because of me that's amazing and it's like if that's people so are amazing. wearing that's the hijab because of me if someone takes it off i'm sure people are taking it off because of other people too even though it should be an individual experience, mm-hmm. there's no denying that, like, people have influence, like, that they have influence. Yeah. So, it's, like, yeah, addressing it in a manner where, like, okay, I may feel comfortable taking it off right now or this is, like, my journey right now, but that doesn't necessarily mean this is what I'm telling you guys to do. I think, I forget who, but someone, like that had taken off their hijab, like explained it that way and they're like, I, I that know that I'm too. doing this wrong. I don't remember
2: which one it, And it I know was. this
3: is not, you know, in compliance with the religion, but like if but I'm not telling you to do it. Mm. So that distinction is like important, especially when you have like an uh, like an audience and young people that like look up to you. But at the end of the day, like I also know. feel like yeah,
2: it's a sensitive topic and the women who choose to take it off they're already in defense mode defense mode because yeah they know the type of backlash they're gonna get um
3: can we close the window it's kind of cold yeah. no yeah <laughs> it got really cold i'm like just noticed that i'm like holding the mic and i'm like shivering. Sorry. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> you.
2: but um yeah no i was just saying like i know it's a sensitive topic but you kind of just if you're gonna make that decision you kind of just has, have to brace yourself for what's to come yeah do you think dressing modest as a curvier Muslim female is more difficult?
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said it, yes, it is. Just because, like, finding clothes that fit in a certain way while still trying to look um, presentable mm-hmm. is hard. Yeah. So I don't know what else to say. It, yes. <laughs>
3: I think it's also just frustrating because, like, I, I, you know, enjoy fashion. I like sharing fashion. I feel like 90% of what I wear is extremely modest. Not extremely modest. It is modest mm. to my views, at least, and to, like, majority of people that I surround myself with. But it's, like, sometimes when I wear certain things because it fits, I guess, more snug in certain areas – I get comments from people being like, this is so immodest. And I'm literally covered head to toe, you know, forehead to chin, (laughs) ear to ear, ankles are covered, everything. (laughs) I'm wearing boots. I'm wearing gloves. (laughs) Might even be wearing a scarf, like, (laughs) over my, you know, over my face. Yeah. And someone will still say something. So, but then it's like, on the other hand, you see people that are just, they're just skinny. So obviously things look more like oversized on them and whatnot and like no one says anything it'll be the same dress it'll even look very similar mine just maybe fits a little bit more over my boobs you know Mm. and so it's frustrating i think like people like um dismiss how difficult it can be to dress modestly as a curvy person Mm -hmm. and like that's why i enjoy sharing so much like fashion content because of that it's like you really do have to work 10 times harder like this may be controversial but i feel like if you're skinny you can make anything look good But if you're not skinny, if you're curvy, like, you actually have to be... You have to have a fashion taste. Like, you actually have to know how to dress to make yourself look good. So I feel like
4: it's, like, ten times harder for us. And just also, like, curvier people, like, what... It's, like, everyone is also different um, body shapes. So, like, what works for you does not work for me. We are curvy in different ways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's just so many different... um, Like, even if curvier out, like clothing doesn't always work for you mm-hmm. so you're already just limited on what you can wear mm-hmm. and then other things that like makes you 10 times bigger like it doesn't look like what you would look like so it's like do i look like a balloon mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but be modest or like more fitted but at least i look like a human you know yeah <laughs> there was this like tiktok thing going around um and
3: uh like a hijabi influencer she like she made like a video on it and i think the sound was like um am i showing off my boobs or do i just have boobs and exist Uh. (laughs) and i'm like that's literally that's literally it you know Mm -hmm. people just i don't know they they get triggered when they see someone with over a size two (laughs) on social media i I
2: find that so weird because like it's very clear now that everyone has a different body type like no one looks exactly the same as someone else so why is that so triggering to see like a curvy modest fashion influencer yeah or just person in general yeah person in general yeah i don't know
3: i
5: find that weird
2: Mm What
5: would you guys think of my statement last uh, couple episodes i was saying that men are the prize
3: that's so random. That's yes, so
6: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay.
5: I feel like wow. I, because you guys had some opinions on it.
6: Yes, we did. And of course, I want to know
5: what your opinions on it, but like here, and have it on camera.
2: Do you guys think that men are the prize? Um, no, of course not. You can deny
5: the Thank fact that there is don't don't a scarcity of men out there, okay? I'll-
2: no, 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 but let me, let me, me, let me put it to you this way, okay? You're only saying men are the prize because they're allegedly, like, the supply and demand isn't matching
5: up. Yeah, so we hold the leverage.
2: Not really. Because we're not, I don't think women have reached a point of desperation where they're like, I'll just go for this guy. They still have standards, and
3: that's okay to have standards.
5: There's going to be a lot of alone women out there. Just- and
3: I think they're okay with that, though. I just, I just don't understand the term men are the prize because it's like, you need a woman to have your baby, to take care of your baby. To wash your clothes, to, to do all these things, to take care of a household. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not the clothes part. I don't really do laundry. <laughs> but but just to take care of the household, the woman is like takes care of the household. That's what it is. So it's like you need to find a woman that is worth doing all of that. Not worth doing that all that all that for you, but like that you can trust with your livelihood for the next, I don't know, forty to fifty years. So that woman needs to be that prize for you. If you're not finding that, you can find any woman. She's not going to be the prize. And a a, a woman can find any man. She can get a uh, child from him and she gets her livelihood. She, She can do what she wants with that child, you know? But a man needs to find a good woman that is worth being the mother of their child. And that's the prize, in
6: my opinion. I agree in a lot of senses. But I also think, like, women and men, like, work in harmony. Like, they're both prizes in their own way, you know? Like,
5: okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So <laughs> Amir's like, yeah. yes. I was saying I have to put the mic up oh, to um,
6: <laughs> I really thought you were I, supporting I her. I, was, I thought okay. I was spitting some bars, but... You were, you not. were, sis. You were. But, yeah, <laughs> no. like, like, there's just so many qualities that women can add to the table and men add to the table. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they make a whole, like, little meal, like, you know? <laughs> there's just, yeah, I, I think everyone has qualities and like there is no prize like everyone has to work in harmony together to like raise a family uh to do anything really yeah
4: where did that
2: phrase even come from men are the prize i feel like that i've never heard of, of that ass.
6: before i think, I think the
2: first it, time I heard it, it came from, from no i've heard it before really? i feel like it, it, probably it, it i guess future. i'm on the wrong side of tiktok yeah, possibly future mm-hmm. possibly that the whole toxic like man. toxic masculinity and like men versus women so it's debate, from that, Tate, yeah, think. like the whole Andrew Tate that sort of stuff. I feel like it started from there. Amir, do you believe that men are the prize?
6: No. I think no l- low key actually. Yes.
2: Can you explain yourself?
6: <laughs> no,
5: like I explained myself on the car last time.
2: No, 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 but that was in the cards. This is a
5: hijabi talk, you know. I'm just here to, you know, you know must- <laughs> listen.
3: All I'm saying is the man needs to provide the dowry or the mahar, not the woman. And she's entitled to whatever she wants. So if a man has to pay something for him to be the prize, oh, no. <laughs> I think I think what I said in the car was I think the marriage is the prize for both of the people, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what you guys are. You know, if you guys are together and trying to build a life together, that's what the prize is for you. That's like the end goal for you. But
5: I don't know. I don't know. You got to be confident with your
3: thing. Well, I am very confident with it. But I'm uh, just, you know, So you think women are the prize? Well, I'm not saying men or women are, but I think oh. in in this, if he's asking in this debate, I'm I'm explaining reasons as to why women are also considered the price. Yeah,
6: defending us. But I, I, I also don't that.
3: really, yeah, I don't really get that phrase, but I think a woman provides a lot within a marriage. Uh,
8: the
3: men seem to be a nah, they're pretty quiet right now. <laughs> <laughs> a woman
6: literally <laughs> raises your child, mm-hmm. like you know.
2: How do you navigate being a practicing Muslim in a majority white corporate environment?
6: Okay, so that is it's honestly really hard to navigate because a lot of the people that you work with don't understand your religion. Um so you kind of have to explain it to them, but also be confident in, you know your views and practice. Um, people are actually a lot less judgmental than you think. Like if you just explain it to them and explain the importance of your faith, like they understand. So you have to just be, Um, strong in in what you believe in and and practice and and people will support you. So it's hard at first, but you just have to be confident who you are and and people are okay with it, I find. Mm -hmm. How about you?
3: I think that, like, naturally, at least the way – I was grown up is like you try to people please and you try to like water yourself down for like other people, make yourself more palatable, mm-hmm. being like oh yeah. Like I remember when I was growing up, I'd be like yeah, I, I wear the hijab, but like you know I'm not like one of those like super religious people. And like what does that even mean? <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah, I grew exactly up exactly what you're talking you know, about because I used to see this Yeah, scene. like you try to make yourself like less. I don't know, just sound, yeah, more palatable. But I think, I think just like growing up, you've, what's wrong? Okay. I think, I think growing up, you just kind of like realize that you start to give less S-H-I-T's. (laughs) Mm. I don't know if you guys (laughs) use that word on here. Um, About like what people think and you just kind of like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my work here but at the end of the day like why am i watering myself down
6: yeah like well, literally what is the reason it definitely comes with time and age though so. yeah it comes mm-hmm. with age like, for sure growing up in middle school and stuff like that it's not obviously a corporate environment but in middle school or like early high school there might not have been a lot of muslims where you mm-hmm. grew up and you know media it's not really like promoting islam and stuff like that so you it's really hard to navigate like yeah
3: and as i a think teenager. it's nature yeah, yeah. It's hard as a teenager, but I think also in the corporate world because it's, like, there's this whole corporate culture of, like, going out for drinks and hanging Mm -hmm, out with, you know, hanging out with your, whatever, your, uh, what are they called? Co-workers after work or, like, just different things like that. I think just setting boundaries from the beginning, like don't participate in anything that you don't feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. just because you're trying to get on someone's good side or whatever, like maybe beforehand or like as soon as you're hired in a position, talk to your managers and just be like, okay, this is what I do. I'm going to need, you know, a couple minutes out of each day to pray over here or whatnot. Um, And just kind of like, or, or just do what you want to do. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think
2: like similar to what you guys said, it kind of comes with age and the more you, you know, about yourself and the more you feel comfortable and confident within yourself, you're able to establish those boundaries. Mm -hmm. And, um, like I know I went through it, um, working in, in the corporate industry, like everything that you guys said is so true. Like I, I went out for drinks, even though I don't drink, I sat there with my water, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. pretending like I was having the time of my life. (laughs) I can't relate to you guys. I'm sorry, you know, but, um, i would do that and (laughs) but you know um i think as you get more comfortable with yourself and i think all it really takes is just explaining it because you know after that incident where i went out for drinks with some of my coworkers, Mm. i went out for dinner a couple weeks later and there was like two of them and they 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 were like you know we're kind of curious like tell us about your religion like Mm -hmm. how do you what makes you comfortable and and so like i really appreciated that conversation with them and mm-hmm. i was able to explain things and they were so happy like they're like thank you so much for sharing like we yeah. feel like we know you better and i think that's honestly it because sometimes yeah. ignorance is what causes that judgmental yeah you can't like,
3: just expect everyone to know exactly so we just everything.
2: i feel like it's a give and take right like you explain where you're coming from and i don't think someone's faith stops them from doing their job right like yeah, you know what? I, like, just because I wear a hijab doesn't mean I'm not as smart as
9: some. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: ...body else, you know, Mm -hmm. so um, unfortunately for us, I feel like we do have to work 10 times harder than, you know, our male counterparts, Mm -hmm. but um, that's okay. I feel like at this point we're used to it. It's not fair, but we're used to it. And so that's kind of just, that's kind of how I've navigated through life so far. Mm -hmm.
3: Do you think Gen Z hijabis have it easier growing up in the West than your generation did growing up?
2: A thousand percent.
3: Yeah, Yeah, for for sure. sure.
2: They have so many more like role models that are like, you know, out there. Like you're a perfect example (laughs) of one. Yeah, Um, I wish
3: I had someone like, yeah, that looked like me, you know, growing up. I'm trying to
2: think about it. Like, who did we have when we grew up? No one. We had each other. Yeah, we had
3: each other.
8: <laughs>
6: yeah. yeah, we really had nobody though. Yeah, if like, you yeah. think about it, we had nobody to look up to. No one. Like, Our moms. Literally, pop stars.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <No>. that's <laughs> it. Jojo, yeah. Demi Lovato. Like literally, Hillary those were. Duff, people. There was like, no one, mm-hmm. you know, that we could look up to. Yeah. um But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely much easier. I think also just in terms of access, like. Before, it was hard to even find, like, fashionable hijabs or, like, hijabs in different colors, different textures, all mm-hmm. that. Like, the only thing we had were Charlotte... What was it called? CK hijabs. CK hijabs or, like, <laughs> pashminas from that one store. I forget what it's called. <laughs> Le Chateau. You know, those thick-ass yeah. pr- pashminas. Oh, my God. Stuff like that. I think also even, like, you know, I play a lot of sp- sports growing up and actually made a TikTok on this. And I, I just sat and thought, I'm like, people that grow up in this generation they don't have to think about like oh where can i find a sports hijab like Mm. nike makes them adidas lululemon there's all these brands that make them and it's like i wore my ck hijab like that literally smelled like shit (laughs) by the end of all my (laughs) rugby practices because that's the only one i had like i didn't have options you know so i think just like accessibility isn't much better obviously visibility like Mm -hmm. you can find people who look like you on the internet which means other people who are not muslim or hijabi or black or anything that looks like you they can also see those people so it's not just like you're this random like hijabi they've never seen before you know i mean i'm happy for them like yeah no it's great yeah that's what i'm saying it's great yeah yeah
5: it's i just, think you guys also forgot about the part where it's harder to discriminate because nowadays people can be canceled so quickly yeah that be less, that's true less willing to try
2: mm-hmm. mm, i think it's still it's
3: possible but it's less likely to happen
5: yeah, yeah which is definitely positive
3: yeah i know mm-hmm. of course yeah like i don't even think this is entirely related but it just like popped into my head and i had to tell it because i think about this at least once a month and it like makes me upset (laughs) like uh, so i was in grade i think it was grade one or grade two and you know how we used to have like pizza parties Mm -hmm. so also back then i don't know if you guys had the same experience but like no one could believe that they were black muslims What? like i would get asked all the time they were like how are you muslim you're black like i would get asked that all the time in school right so we had a pizza party and they had some cheese pizza but majority pepperoni Mm. so and there was this one brown girl in the class and like she was Muslim. And I remember the teacher, I took I took the last cheese slice or something. And then the teacher came up to me and she's like, hey, actually, can you take um, I'll take off the pepperonis. But can you have this one instead? Because um, this other girl needs it because she can't like she's Muslim. And I'm like, well, I'm Muslim. And she was like, "Oh yeah, but like she's like Muslim, like I don't." know. She said something like that, and I was like, and she gave me the pepperoni slice, and I just didn't end up eating anything. So it's like stuff like that. It's like there's just so much more visibility. It's like not nor it's not abnormal to see Black Muslims now, you know? Yeah. Or like not that it was back then; just people were just extremely ignorant.
2: I feel like I went through an identity crisis in like grade nine. Because yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm considered black.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And so I would I tell th- people I that I parents. was brown. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, I got away with that, so I went with that too. I, don't, you know? I honestly,
2: like, I feel like the identity crisis that I went through lasted for many years. So, yeah, I it took me a little while to fully <laughs> embrace,
6: like, who I was. But on the flip side, I feel like... Um, gen z muslims now like they have their whole lives on the internet so the quote unquote mistakes that they make Mm. early Mm -hmm. on the mistakes that they make early on when they're super young like they can get canceled really early and like it can affect their journey like in their deen you know like instead of encouraging them people might discourage them because people can be really rude on the internet you know like Mm so i don't know it's it's tough being a Gen Z Muslim right now, I think. But obviously there's a lot of benefits to it too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like
3: I do, but I think that's the more like harsh or like negative part of it. Yeah. But I don't think it's I don't think it's as um
6: There's more benefits to it for sure.
3: Yeah, Yeah, but I think I think only if you're extremely visible on the internet, have some sort of following, or a video goes viral, that's when you'll get stuff like that.
8: Yeah. But
3: Mm. I'd say the average experience isn't like that. Really? I mean, I like for me, I don't even get that many negative comments like that. You know? Okay, that's good. So I'm like the average person. I don't think that's what they're worried about in terms of. Okay, that's good. I I just feel like it's easier.
6: Yeah.
3: You
2: know. Probably. Before we get into the next question, we're just gonna take a little break. We'll be right back and we're back Yay. round two with the questions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so someone said, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be relevant to us, uh, but someone said thoughts on muzmatch. There are no Muslim men in my area and it's tempting to use. <laughs> <laughs> little- <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Muslim dating app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could just keep it as thoughts on Muslim dating apps in general.
5: You guys should have so much to say about this because you guys are always trying to pressure me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me it now. Okay. I'm dead. I'm These one. guys are so yeah.
3: well, sad about her, I, I don't know. She just said thoughts on it. There's no Muslim men in my area and it's tempting to use. Well,
4: I mean, how would she know that if she didn't go on? Like, I feel like you should go on and see. No, I mean, like, I think in person
3: there's no Muslim men in her area. So oh, she's trying to use oh. it to oh. meet Muslim men that okay. are not in her
4: area. I say, like, because there's not i think you should go on see what there is out there and obviously if you see people there's see people on there you can kind of get a gauge of what's in your area Mm because you can set it up to like your area or if you want to do like long distance you can set it to the country or Mm -hmm. whatever it is um but i feel like if you don't date a lot or you don't know what you're into or what you are interested in i definitely think like you should go on don't you don't have to expect that you're going to find your soulmate on there mm-hmm. but it's good to like kind of talk and get to know people um, see what you like see, see what, what you don't like, like. <laughs> what you don't um mm-hmm. and just go from there I, don't. I think i've
3: personally heard more horror stories than i have good stories over muslim dating apps or muslim marriage apps i guess i should say um but I also, I I mean, one of my really good friends met her now husband on a Muslim dating app. So mm-hmm. I forget which one it was. It was either Muzmatch or what is now known as Salams. Um, but so, yeah, I think just try to. I mean, it's it's hard to say, like, what our thoughts are because everyone's going to have a unique experience on a app like that. So I think just try it. I mean,
4: there's literally nothing to lose. I think yeah. it also works with, like, what kind of what style of um, dating you're into. Like some people just like to text, some people need to meet in person, Um, or like they have better um, communication when they see people in person. And if you're that type of person, like online dating apps might not work for you because one, there's just so many people on there and, you can't meet everybody mm-hmm. like you can't you can't be like oh yeah i'm gonna let's go out for coffee like every person's gonna ask you out for coffee so you would need to be able to communicate through text and whatever and if you are not that person then these online dating apps are not for you mm. um, well if said. you are able to get past that and you f- like weave out the bad ones and find someone that you're w- willing to meet up in person then yeah you can try it out and see how it works for you mm-hmm.
2: That was well said i literally had nothing to add to that
4: yeah
3: um okay a positive for a change what are some green flags in a man
5: Ooh. i want to hear
3: this (laughs) (laughs) some green flags i feel like we talk about red flags all the time i know we do but not so much green flags
6: yeah um there's a lot of green flags Someone Let's who communicates, yours. someone who's honest, mm-hmm. um, someone who's trustworthy. Like there's, a I lot think someone of who's understanding. Yeah, understanding, empathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, that's a very rare quality to have, especially in guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but empathy. Why are you, who, you apologizing? Uh, Why are you apologizing? No, it's just I don't want to slander the men. I like, you know all some- those, you know, slander. Okay. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of green flags.
3: I think a more superficial green flag is a man that doesn't live at home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I just called all the men out. I in mean this, in this place <laughs> yeah. Listen, the women know what I mean, okay? Yeah. Listen, we love all of you.
2: I think it depends on their age, <laughs> where their their status and like where they are in life, you know? And like the reason why they're so Yeah, young, like you know? there
3: could be Sometimes, yeah, like I, I think <laughs> that's what I said it, it, It's superficial. Sometimes it's it could be like a,
2: a cultural thing. But necessary. Because <laughs> you guys know, <laughs> like within our culture, usually, you know, p- whether it's the men or women, they don't really, they don't often I don't, move out.
3: I don't know though. Is it our culture? Because all our all our fathers moved out when and they left the country. Cho- they didn't
2: have a choice
6: like though. That generation. generation, but they left made it work.
3: The country, <laughs> they left the- I mean, yeah, but they still left. They made a life for themselves. But I mean, yeah. they, they, they were escaping.
2: Yeah, like they... that That's thats a different circumstance, I but think. Also, economically, it doesn't
5: make sense to move out if you have an
3: option. I'm not talking about economical. I told you this was superficial. This is just a green flag for me, okay? It doesn't have to make sense to everyone. Just like some red flags don't have to make sense to everyone. No, but I mean, I,
2: I, I get where you're coming from, and I think that definitely... It's like one of those, you
3: know, there's like tears to the green flag. I th- Okay, well, wait, wait. Let, me, let me reiterate this. I've been divorced. So I think for me, my green flags are very different from people who have not been divorced yet. For me, I think fair. it goes based on experience. And for mm-hmm. experience, that is one of my green flags.
2: Yeah, that's fair. So that's why right I was on. saying, like, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But I think, like, for someone who you know maybe hasn't been married before yeah and maybe they live at home mm-hmm. it's like how can you expect
3: i don't though that's I, th- but that's why i'm flag. saying
2: i get yeah. i get that's why i understand yeah. like if i lived on my own i think i would probably look for a man who also lives on his own okay
3: yeah like exactly. that's that's how yeah. i would
2: view it mm-hmm. i think a lot of times when you're looking for green flags and other people like you have to also possess those qualities because yeah. why are you looking for things that you don't even have yourself you know yeah so yeah that's how I feel about green flags. I
3: just wanted to throw something interesting into the mix, <laughs> other than empathy, good person, <laughs> kind, <laughs> trustworthy.
4: That's very great, great green flags, but boring. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. if you have specific ones. I mean, I would say someone who's just very intentional mm. in what they do. That's a good one. Um, I like that. Uh, what else? I think, yeah, elaborate on that because that's actually a very good one. Like, okay, someone who um, pays attention and whenever they do something, it's like, it's not just out of coincidence, but like they thought about it, they put an effort into what they are trying to do and like whether it's um, in the pursuit of a relationship or even in marriage or whatever, like everything they do, they put intention and um, effort into it. Mm -hmm. That is um definitely a green flag yeah um again just like the pay attention part like just i i think for me i I like when people notice like i'm that type i think Mm -hmm. i notice things about people and like um i like play on that like oh you like certain thing let me like do this for you and i think that's also just like my love language of like Mm -hmm. how i show my love is like acts of service or whatever but like i think if it's reciprocated that would be a green flag for me Mm -hmm. it's a
3: good one i like the intentional one because that's so important i feel like especially and we we got a lot of questions about like um not necessarily just how to find a man but how to start dating how to start talking how to start knowing you know know Mm -hmm. if someone's good for you i think intention is extremely important because um there's been so many times where like a man will want to pursue you but there's no intention behind it it's just because he thinks you're a pretty face or mm-hmm. it's 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 uh what's it called it fits into his life at the moment it's very and surface level very surface yeah. level there's nothing behind that and i think if you're a woman who is looking for something to end in a marriage intention is so important and as soon as you find a man that like or as soon as you notice a quality in a man where, like, he doesn't seem like he's intentional about anything, like, it's just, you need to, you need to figure that out immediately. Like, what is your intention in talking to me? Because I, you know, yeah. we don't need any more male friends. Like, they're, what, <laughs> why? <laughs> like, true. you know, I true. have enough friends. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Do you guys
5: have people, men who come with me, like, without saying right away, like, I'm going to, um, this yeah. is in pursuit of marriage or something i mean i
2: think it's a little weird if you don't know yeah. them and they come up to you and they're like i want to marry you so let's get to know like i would well, be like that. no
3: it's like someone that's been in your dms for a year just to chat oh how was your day oh like oh cool <laughs> trip talking about random things why are you talking to me what's mm. the reason you know, like, maybe that's, I, maybe that's just me Maybe that's they're, playing the, game, yeah, they're, they're
2: playing the long game Aisha. come on you should Listen. know this It'll guys is that not true game. if you're randomly reacting to someone's stories on instagram For a long period of time. Is that the long game, or like what's your reason? That's a red
3: flag for me, the the long game. If you want me, (laughs) you need to tell me you want me. If not, I don't got time for that. I'm too busy. And you should be too. (laughs) I don't know. That's true. No, no but I agree.
10: Play the long game does
3: really get you. Exactly. Think about it right now. If you saw a woman that you wanted, would you play the long game with them? If you wanted that woman, exactly because you're gonna apply the pressure you're gonna be intentional about it if it's a woman that you're like kind of like this would be cool this Mm. would be cool for a moment you're gonna play the long game because you don't really care so if if a man doesn't really care you're gonna know he's not gonna be intentional that's
7: true it's more lingering
3: yeah yeah just trying to be in the background just just in case like that that <laughs> x that always pops up after exactly. a while it's like
2: she forgot about me let me just reappear exactly
3: <laughs> yeah and that's that's a red flag so it, it's more like they're flagged. playing the field kind yeah, of thing. exactly mm-hmm. and women do that too i think that's fine but it's it's a red flag
2: i'm gonna slide in a, man, the, a man's no team. just keep
3: options open
2: yeah i think it's fair for us though to do it i think so too yeah
6: until a man is like intentional intentional. yeah Yeah. i think
2: until a man expresses his intention of being exclusive with you Mm -hmm.
6: you're wanting to pursue you you are
2: free to talk to whoever
3: yeah someone said what do you think about a guy that tells you to wait two years for marriage any advice on that please Um. (laughs) (laughs) she just said you better leave (laughs) is it two years of you guys dating I'm guessing like oh I'll marry you but in two years. It depends so on a, what? it. So depends. What is it depends. It depends. I think. Yeah. What's the? If how about if he's not
2: ready? Yeah, like if you're like teenagers. Bye bye. You. Oh. You know. Bye
4: bye. That's different. <laughs> if you're but young. If we're at our grown age. Mm-hmm, yeah. We don't have time for that. Two years. What is it that
1: you really need to work on for two years?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That.
10: You can't wait, get married. Yeah. But don't
3: say you want to get married in, yeah. in two years. Don't even I let could, us wait
10: for two, cool. exactly. two, two years. that Telling somebody to two years, I agree on that, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, a woman would like a man to have X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? So you got to make sure you put yourself up to then that Then don't
4: level. say that you want to get married. I agree mm-hmm. with
10: you on that part. But... <laughs> You might want to give that man two years, three years, and then come back to your life. But don't just have her lingering around for those two, three years, because then yeah. it's like, I owe you something. And what if I'm not there mm-hmm. just yet? And it's just going to be that continuous conversation. of When we're going to get married, when we're going to get married, I'm not there yeah. yet. And it's like, mm-hmm. I wasted your time, but in reality, yes. I'm trying to build myself up for you. you know? mm-hmm.
3: really yeah, know no, I, I I think that's like, what do you see?
7: I don't even think it's really long, necessarily. Uh, if you're talking, you don't think two years is long? All right, like, outside of the Muslim community, it's not long. You, you yeah, know all, I all agree. All your friends yeah. are dating for two years. I agree, I agree. But this is Kajabi because... talks. <laughs> so I think there's a lot gonna... of pressure yeah. because of uh, the limitations.
3: Yeah.
7: Well. In the different things like that.
2: That's, that's what I was just going to elaborate on is, like, I think part of the reason why people kind of speed up that marriage process is obviously, you know, um with muslims it's a little bit harder with dating you're limited on what you can do if you guys know what i mean um and so that's why it's like you maybe give yourself a year a year and a half two years max to get to know someone um and then you you take that next step into marriage to make that relationship um halal you know so if you're not muslim two years is like nothing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. people Will date for like ten years before they get married because that's crazy. I, I know, but like that for that's them that's normal, that's and like for us we think about that like ten years. Yeah. Like, how do you even do that? So you know what
3: though? I think we 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 say just because they're not Muslim that that's normal, but it's not normal. It's not. I mean, because you think could talk to your non-Muslim friends too, and they'll be like, mm-hmm, anything over like three four years. If there's mm-hmm. not a ring on my finger, what am I doing? Yeah. After a certain age, if yeah. you're nineteen okay maybe yeah but if you're like past 25 and a man mm-hmm. is wake- making you wait over like three four or five years <sighs> that, yeah, I it's not normal that. It's, I, I, do I don't that. know no,
7: that's true right I, I also wouldn't i think everyone should get to know each other for a certain amount of time yeah. before getting married. yeah uh you know i know there's a lot of pressure and stuff but mm-hmm. you, you can't fully know a person i think you know yeah. like eight months to a year
3: yeah
2: but you'll never really know someone until you move in with them i think yeah you know? Yeah. Like they can they can put on a front for as long as they can. Mm-hmm. But the minute you move in that front will go that'll disappear and then yeah. you're gonna be like, Who the hell are you?
3: Mm-hmm. I think I mean she said any advice on that, please. So I'm guessing she is in this predicament. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on how long you guys have been discussing marriage. But if he's just randomly saying two years, I think yeah, like what's the reason? Is he trying to finish school? Is he trying to do this? I think my advice for you if this is like your man or like your person or just a person that, you know, you thought you were going to marry, you can say, OK, but you should also let him know, listen, <laughs> this might be toxic, but if something else comes up and I feel, you know, within those because two years is a long time, you might meet someone new at that time. I think that it is fair for you to explore other options. I
2: don't know.
3: You guys should I just think break that, up at that point. Huh? That's what I'm saying. If they're talking seriously, I'm just saying if if he's just a guy that she's been talking to for a little bit, and he's like, "I will marry you, but in two years," then, like I said, like you can either be like, "Okay, I will agree to that," but I'm just being upfront. You be upfront. Be like, "Okay," and if this is if you want to get married within like you know early or whatever, then you could just let him know, "I'll do that," but I'm just letting you know if something else comes up it is what it is single. I mean, some people say single until married and I don't know. I just,
2: I mean, that's a, that's one way you of want. like applying the pressure.
3: Yeah, it is. He's
2: going to think like, Oh shit, if I don't get my shit together. Yeah, I mean, it depends on else. age too.
3: If she's, if she's 29, 30, 31, mm. 32, two years can be a long time because maybe she wants to have a child. Mm-hmm. Age can go come into that. So I think that's totally fair being like, okay, two years. But if I find someone else within that time, I have goals that need to be met. Then I think that's fair. And if he doesn't like that, then they can decide to break up. Or if they want to make it work, maybe it'll apply some pressure on him. Yeah, and I think like, I don't know,
2: what's your like, what's the guy's reasoning for waiting for like, if you have the means to get married, yeah, get married and work on your goals while you're like, your wife is just going to support you. Like, I don't understand yeah. why it some guys feel like they have to have every single thing ready before they get married. And I know like. I don't know. I feel like if if I was in that position, and the guy that I was like wanting to marry tells me like, "Oh, I want to achieve, you know, X Y Z goals," I'd be like, "No, let's let's get married, and I'll help you achieve them. Like, mm-hmm. we'll do it together. Like, you don't have to, yeah, come into the picture with all your boxes checked. You mm-hmm.
4: know, what I think with think? I think with anything in life, not just marriage, but anything in life, you'll never fully be ready for it. You only will be ready like once you're in it and you find a way to get through it like there's always going to be another barrier you can wait two years and then in two years something else will come up Mm -hmm. like you'll never be in Mm -hmm. the perfect situation you just have to jump in and figure it out as it goes if you truly feel like i'm just not in a position to get married then you're not in a position to be dating you should just true in a muslim sense yes like i just feel like if you're not like it does not take two years to get to know someone to know whether you you're to gonna marry, marry you. someone yeah right like unless it's like specific things like okay maybe we need a year to like plan a wedding whatever and mm-hmm. those Kansas long long distance but even in long distance like you can have conversations and know who the person is yeah you maybe the dis the waiting could be like we need to hang out in person before we can like see how we are together mm-hmm. and in that case yes maybe i can't travel until the end of the year and you're waiting a year in those cases like yes but otherwise um if you are like you c- it does not take that long and if you're not a p- in a position then you, sh- you need to be like, do what you got to do and then f- be in the f- step into something that you're willing to move forward with. Mm-hmm. And like she said, like you'll never be ready. And why is it not um, a conversation that you can have with your partner that what is the barrier to you not needing two years and what what can as a woman help you in that for example if it's just finances like why can't we work on that together like some women are will say that yes i need like you to be rich or i need not rich but like Mm -hmm. i need you Mm -hmm. to be like financially stable and if if that's her requirement then you should be okay to wait two years Mm -hmm. because you're putting that boundary but if like if someone said like i need to be financially stable like i have a job too like we can work things out like those are things that can be discussed, and I don't think the men should put it on themselves to say that I need to have a house, I need to have this, and I need to have that. What if she doesn't care? Yeah. What if she doesn't need that? If she needs that, then she should be okay to wait the two years. Yeah,
3: Yeah. that's, I agree that's a that. great
6: point.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Iman, do you have anything to add?
6: Um, I just think, like what's the reasoning for the two years like is it just because he doesn't feel ready like you yeah. know i think there's a lot of questions we have to ask before yeah. answering that question mm-hmm. 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 You know, for that's sure. fair
3: um, oh okay wait she gave a little bit of context so that i have been with this guy since okay she gave a little bit of context context i didn't see this but she said i have been with this guy since 2020 and don't know if i should wait another two years to make it halal so, I'm guessing, so they've been together for two years already. Oh, and he's waiting. Yeah, and oh. he's a- and he, I guess he's asking, let's wait another two years. So, at this nah. point, four years just for a nikah. No, no absolutely. I not. That.
2: Do the nikah as fast as you can. Yes, Cut it.
3: One yeah, one, it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I figured
4: that it was <laughs> before. No, no, no. <laughs> they,
2: they can do their nikah. Like, there's not that much goes into doing that. Like, yeah. it doesn't really an- involve an elaborate, like, you can save or wait to do the wedding you don't have to have this yeah. big huge expensive wedding like do your nikah in a mosque or at your parents house or whatever mm-hmm. and then go about accomplishing your goals and dreams i don't know Like, well,
10: that also depends on like your family and the person's family right oh, they, yeah. might, they might want to do a big nikah and create mm. like a big ass wedding right yeah. so in that sense you're like hold on like and nikah at the end of the day to some people might be something small right but yeah. to other people it's like this is literally a marriage in Islam, right? Yeah. So at that point, you're like, I don't know if marriage is on the table just yet. I want to mm-hmm. be with you, mm-hmm. but there's some things that we got to figure out. There's some things we got to handle first, you know? What if that's on the table? What's
5: what After two years, yeah. you should have
10: fighting.
3: Yeah, after t- and the pandemic, bro, you had a lot of time to figure shit out. <laughs> like... <laughs> as they should the
10: two year mark time like the the time where you go through like that struggle phase in a relationship right so it's like if you go past that two year mark you think that you can make it onward right Yeah. so maybe he's just trying to test to see like okay we already been together for two years maybe three or four and then after that I could for sure know like
3: I'm sorry. So, For me, it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's a no. If you don't
2: know that that is your person after two years, they're probably not your person.
4: Yeah. The struggle years. I'm sorry. I don't need to be tested even more. I already made it through the first struggle year. Why I yeah, right?
8: Why, why am <laughs> <should> I still going? <laughs>
4: <laughs> also based on what you were saying like i think it does depend on your family too because yeah. there are people who do their nikah and just continue like they're dating yeah and not as like a marriage like technically you're islamically your marriage but they nothing in their life really changes aside from the fact that they're islamically yeah. married mm-hmm. like you can st- you maybe don't move in together you can still like go and visit each other's families mm-hmm. and whatever and just act like you're dating yeah when just to make it halal and if you need that time the two years or whatever to have your wedding and like make things more official then that could be al- always be done too mm-hmm. it, it depends on the family and what they're willing to like accept yeah yeah my advice for you is to run <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that was just a couple
2: of the questions that we got you guys sent us a lot so thank you guys so much um Thank we you. always appreciate your participation. Um, did I say that right? Participation. Yeah. Participation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm getting tired, and I just want to do a special shout out to our lovely live audience today. Woo!
3: <laughs> Woo! <Thank laughs> um, you guys are so attentive. I know yeah, this was great. So I hope stayed. we can
2: do it again. We'll we'll fly out to LA <laughs> again,
3: yes. just to do a whole episode
2: like this again. Yes. And hopefully you guys will be on this side of the camera, mm-hmm. right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, shout out to my beautiful cousins Aww, thanks, thank for you. gracing us with their presence. You guys you, know what you. to do. I'm gonna leave all of their details in our description on YouTube. Make sure you follow them.
3: Make sure you subscribe
2: to Cousin follow, Connection Podcast. <laughs> follow Aisha. Go get her merch. We're, we're all rocking yeah. it, by the way. This is the new one. No,
3: Happy looks change <laughs> because of the, ish, the the yeah.
2: Happy looks know. good on you. Part Go and two. rock it. Part two. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys so much. Don't forget to um, like and subscribe. Follow us on all of our socials. It'll all be linked below. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>